Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Today, we are discussing leadership derailments. Leadership derailments. Yes. So, leadership derailments. It's inspired by the discussion on blind spots. So we're going to be covering blind spots, but just probably from a different angle. So y'all stay with me today. So derailments. Derailments happen usually with trains. It's a common term that's used anytime a train is going off its track, right, pretty much. Um, and there are places in our leadership where derailments happen, and these derailments occur as a result of our blind spots. And if we've not identified them or we aren't clear about our leadership uh, blind spots, these derailments become pitfalls, right? Because a derailment simply is something that causes a train or a trolley or a person, right, or processes to leave its tracks accidentally or to obstruct the process by diverting it from its intended course. So your leadership derailments can stop you from pursuing the intended course that you've set out on, right, as a leader, whatever that is that you've identified as your core values, your core um, desire of what your, your goal is to achieve in any arena in which your leadership is used. And oftentimes, if any of you, if it's your first time here or you've been here listening, you've heard me say leadership is not just about your position. It's not just about in your profession. It's also in your personal life. We all are leaders. And I want, that's very important to get that concept because when you believe that you aren't, you operate in a way that is lower than your standards, right? And so you wonder why certain things, relationships, or things aren't moving or progressing. It is because you're believing that someone else is in in charge or some other place that leadership comes from, right? But if we, those of us that are saved, our leadership is surrendered to the authority of our God, right, our Lord and Savior, So we are leaders, but we surrender that leadership to that guidance and to that authority. But you are still responsible for the execution, right? It's about what's influencing your decisions and what's influencing your execution. So when your derailments, when something has obstructed you by diverting you from your intended course, that blind spot, if it goes unattended, unidentified, becomes a pitfall. A pitfall is known, is defined as a hidden or an unsuspected danger or difficulty. It's a covered pit used as a trap. So your own unidentified blind spots in your leadership can oftentimes become your pitfall, right? Now, a pitfall can't be corrected. If you fall in that pit, basically you have to get up and rebuild it, right? You have to read the, the train is damaged. But oftentimes in a derailment, it doesn't necessarily mean that the train is destroyed, right, or that it has to be rebuilt. The rails have to be put back in place, and it has to be lifted and then put back in its 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 proper place on that rail. But when we hit pitfalls, we fall into a trap. We can't see around us. It's dark. Everything's blinded, right? We probably can't be found. But the great thing is that as servant leaders, those of us who were saved, we never or in a pitfall where our creator can't find us, right? That's a good thing. But we often do get in pitfalls, places where we end up staying longer than we need to, 
places that we end up experiencing things that are not the best for us. And that's simply because we haven't identified our leadership pitfalls, our leadership, I'm sorry, our leadership blind spots, and they have become our pitfalls. See, derailments are about correction. Pitfalls are simply about an unwillingness to understand that as a leader, you have blind spots. And you must, as a mature leader, come to accepting that, right? When you accept that, you basically buy into correction. You understand that correction happens at every level. The higher you go as a leader, the more success, the more blessings, the more uh, accomplishments that you achieve, there is always going to be more and more blind spots. Your behavior oftentimes is the last place a leader looks for those blind spots. But that's what we're going to talk about today. The derailment of your leadership are oftentimes your behavioral blind spots. How you behave as a leader. How do you behave with the people that you serve, the people that are around you, and how you behave with yourself, right? Our behavioral blind spots are minor. They're minor infractions as they occur. But minor infractions that are left uncorrected cause temporary disruptions that due to possibly the busyness of life at the rate and the speed that you're moving, you never really pay attention to until they become a huge hazard in your life. They will impact the operation of your systems. They'll impact the operations of all of the things that concern you as a leader. And then you're looking at trying to fix the symptoms and never stopping to get back to the root cause which is most, most of the time a behavioral blind spot of how you're operating as a leader. One of the things that I believe has impacted us in our behavioral blind spots as leaders is understanding what, what type of position you're in. Are you leading a group or are you leading a team? It's very common that we hear those words used interchangeably, but they do have different meanings. To lead a team is to lead a team. To lead a team is to lead a group of people who are focused in on one effort or one common goal. They take all of their skill sets, all of their abilities, all of the things that they are capable of doing individually, and they connect them with other individuals with various skill sets. And their goal, their job, and their role is to use all of them to achieve the one common goal that is involved. Oftentimes, employees fit into this category really well because they have been hired to follow one vision. That is the vision of the company that they work for, right? Not their own personal visions, not their own individual growth, but the vision and the growth of the company that has hired them. And there are people in positional leadership, such as managers, supervisors, who are, are there at every department to govern and oversee the particular teams in those departments or those arms of that business so that collectively they come together to meet the common goal. But when you're leading a group, right, typically groups are a collection of individuals. These individuals have their own goals, they have their own desires, their own co-values. What they do is they come together collectively in a coordinated manner to coordinate their efforts, but they're always focused on their individual growth. 
they find and identify something they have in common that brings them together. However, they're focused on individual goals and not one common goal. So how does this leadership, how does this behavioral blind spot of not understanding which type that you're leading can cause derailment? Well, first of all, the way you approach the leadership of a team is completely different when you understand that the team doesn't focus on individual growth. Its focus is on solving the one problem of the organization, whereas when you show up to lead a group, their primary focus is their individual growth, and they are concerned with the efficiency of how they come together collectively. And if you do not understand that, you can show up leading a group the way that you would lead a team, and therefore the people in the group are going to be impacted by your behavior and not in a good way. That group is going to, the people, the individuals in that group will feel alienated. They'll feel as if they don't matter. They can often themselves be derailed from their own personal goals in an effort to please and satisfy you, but yet then turn around and blame you because now you've taken away their right to do what's best for them. Oftentimes in a team, you can violate because you come into a team wanting to give them more individual growth, right? And that's beneficial because the more a person feels empowered, they'll buy into your story, right? However, if they don't understand that they're being empowered individually to simply focus on your goal, they oftentimes feel manipulated because they feel to believe that they matter when, in fact, they only matter to your agenda. So I want to share with you today five points, five points to identify your leadership blind spot. And the goal in sharing these with you is so that you can identify them in your own behavior. And in identifying them, my goal is to help you only have derailment because you can't eliminate blind spots, but you can work to overcome them. But my goal is to keep you from having pitfalls from getting in a place where you're stuck and you can't see your way out of it. So the first one is being insensitive of how your behavior impacts others. When we're insensitive or completely blinded to the fact that how we behave in any given situation has an impact on other people around us, we're operating from a leadership blind spot. Our behavioral blind spot is causing a derailment. So you may be able to look at certain things in relationships that may not be going the way you think and maybe take some examination and see where or how you've been insensitive. Number two, when we avoid difficult conversations. Avoiding difficult conversations creates the elephant in the room, right? I always say that big pink, purple elephant, that energy is there whether you say it or not. So, Oftentimes, as leaders, we believe if we just lead, if we just set the example, people will follow. But oftentimes, it's a sign that we don't want to have the difficult conversations, not because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but because we just don't want to be sitting in a difficult place to confront or allow ourselves to be confronted, right? Number three, having an I know attitude. As a leader, the higher you go, the more focused you are on your goals and your agenda. It's not a bad thing, but when you believe you know it all, 
when you do not allow room for external feedback of your behavior, you are setting yourself up to take a blind spot into a complete pitfall in your life. None of us know it all. None of us have clarity on every spot or every space in our journey. Some of us need others. Well, I'll say all of us need others to reveal to us certain things that lie ahead to help us avoid those pitfalls, right? Number four, blaming others or circumstances. Mm. As leaders, we can sometimes find ourselves finding every reason why something that we believe should have happened the way we had developed in our mind doesn't occur the way we want, that it has to be someone else's fault. Could it simply be that it's a derailment? Maybe it's a correction of what you believe the results should be. Maybe it's a correcting in your attitude. Maybe it's a correcting in just you believing that you can make everything happen by just controlling people or manipulating people. You never know. But what we need to be mindful of is how we blame others or circumstances for not getting the results that we believe we should get. Maybe it's a correction in our belief. And finally, number five is not taking a stand. If we don't stand for something, we'll fall for everything. If you don't take a stand, people following you begin to question, what side are you on? What are you meaning? Oftentimes you can find yourself changing your narrative to fit other people's story because you want to make them believe you believe in one thing versus the other. Be willing to take a stand even if sometimes you have to stand alone. But the thing is you're never standing alone because great leaders, mature leaders, are always standing for what they believe in and they are willing to be in a group oftentimes for the sake of being in the team because to be in the group means I can have my individual beliefs but yet I can still be respectful and find the common goals that we share. So these five areas of behavioral blind spots are things that you should identify in your own behavior. Continue to equip yourself with people around you who will identify it, who will help you see the blind spots so that even though you may be derailed for a moment, you don't end up in pitfalls that cause you to stay stuck and cause you to just completely abandon the goal and the intention of what you have been created to do. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, encouraged you, equipped you so that you can continue to go about your leadership with intention and authenticity. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired today. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.